Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk 20s. Sorry about the once a week upload last week. I had internet problems. My neighbors decided to upgrade their service and then the process, their provider cut our line. And so I had no internet for three or four days. But oh. after a serious discussion with the boys, Damn. we have decided <laughs> based on personal life, all of us trying to commit and want to keep the consistent quality for you guys. We are going to upload once a week. So therefore, we're going to try to make the episodes, you know, higher quality, better questions, bringing in guests and everything like that. But in terms of everything going on in our life, at least for the time being, we're going to try to do one a week. So with that being said, that is going to be the new schedule. But gentlemen, okay. how for now, for now. And good that's, change. it's a good change. I think, I think it's yeah. going to be good for all of us. We don't want to be burnt out. That way it keeps the topics fresh, you know, of our going to be way more into the podcast recording because it's only the one a week instead of two a week. So I think, I think it'll be a good change, but moving forward, Gemma, I just want to open it up and say what is new since the last time. Well, I've been, I've been sick the past two days, unfortunately. So that's not been fun, Damn. but it is all good because it has not prevented me from keeping my goals. And I started doing this crazy workout, not crazy workout thing. I just, I do a hundred pushups a day and I'm going to be doing 50 pull-ups a day. Once I get a pull-up bar added onto that. Ooh. And then I'm going to be doing 10 minutes of planking every single day as well. And I'm just going to keep upping like how long I do each of those. So that has been a really hard challenge, but it feels good doing it every day. I gotta say. So is that a replacement of the gym? Or are you doing a gym? And then no, in addition to it, I'm doing four days a week at the gym. Dog. Nice dude. That's going to get you okay. cheap for real. Hey. So I'm trying. So I'm trying. Right. The 50 pull-ups is going to be the tough one for sure. I don't know oh about you guys. Oh, my goodness. 50. 50 is a lot. You might have to do like 25 twice a day because I don't know if I could sit there and do 50 in a row. Oh Well, right Dude. now I'm, I'm doing like five reps of each of them a day. So I'll do like 10 pull-ups. 20 or 20 push-ups and like two minutes of planking just to work up to it and then i'll change it to four then three then two and then hopefully one one day so yeah. wow that's awesome that's well, big. hopefully you feel better gt what's up with you well season started so we had a scrimmage on saturday we won last inning so oh, did right. a little comeback nice. so it was good so close to finishing everything on moving in so very happy about that just overall, feel great, staying with my goals. And I caught myself slacking a little bit on my reading. I, I caught myself, so got back into it. I was like, we're not, gonna, we're not doing that. So get back into it and just take more initiative and being successful with accomplishing my goals. I'm excited. Let's keep it going. And high quality, boys. Good for you for catching yourself, man. Yeah. That's how you be honest with yourself. It's solid. 100%. Well, Damn. gentlemen, for, well, yeah, since the last time we chatted, I'm trying to think. Nothing crazy. Honestly, just a pretty, yeah, pretty relaxing weekend. I'm trying to think of anything new. Nothing on my end. My my dad, cool. my dad's doing well. He, he recently got himself a hot tub, so he's enjoying life. That's a lot. I mean, this man's literally Ooh. just, he's treating himself. He, rightfully so. He deserves it. But so I'm going to definitely have to make a visit down to him soon. But in terms of my life, for the hot work, tub. work gym, you know, just, just signing yeah. it out. But for this week's topic, gentlemen, it's something that I personally believe is a big misconception for people in their twenties or even actually through life success and how 
a lot of people try to group success and make it a generalized thing. Whereas I'm going to argue in this episode, and I think the two of you agree with this statement, that success is independent. And that's going to be the topic for this week. So to open it up for you, gentlemen, I have a question. Simple question here. What is success to you? Success to me, I think there's different perspectives on success. And I think there's not just one type of success. I think there's the many successes and like the large successes or tasks, objects, obstacles, things like that. I think, yes, there are some different sprints, you know, within this marathon, there are the marathons and then there are, there are the sprints and there are obstacles all around and it's not going to be clear and straight, but it's going to be good. I think success is accomplishing a task or doing something that you want to do or think is better for you. And it's a positive, but there's also success in a failure because you're learning and growing. So that's a success. That's a little success that might not be what you think is a success, but is getting you closer to maybe the big success that you really want. So it's really undermining and like digging deep and digging into those little things that are failures a society might look at it, but it could actually be quite a big positive and a learning. So that's just a little bit of what I think success is. So, well, yeah, that's, I can't very well said GT, you covered a lot of general aspects of why success is independent, should be considered independent and why it's important. You know, it has to do with your, your small goals, your big goals. It has to do with your everyday successes of life, your everyday failures of life. And I really like what you said about how you can find success even in your mistakes because you can learn something from it at the end of the day. And I would consider that successful. The only thing that I can think of to add on to it that came into my mind when I saw this question was success to me is also like mm -hmm. inner peace. When you are striving for something in your life, whether it's big or whether it's small or whether you fail at it, success is about what you take from it and, the, and whatever kind of peace you can gain from the perspective that you take whenever you are successful or whenever, whether you are not successful. You can pretty much have a successful outlook on any task that you take, even if the outcome itself is not successful, like GT mentioned. So for me, I know that when I'm successful about something, like I'm proud of myself, but I always notice because I'm an anxious person that I don't think about it as often as when I screw up, of course, naturally. So when I'm really successful at something really proud, I feel very calm and I'm very at peace with myself. So for me, that's what I would say in addition to all the great things GT said. Yeah, Connor, you, you stole my one point. I was going to add the GTs, which is the peace of mind. I feel like if you are content and happy where you are, first off, you're awful lot better than 99% of people, but also you are successful in your own right and way. And I, in terms of the topic, success is independent. I also think success can depend on if you feel success, or you feel happy and content or at peace when you are alone, because it's very easy to fall into the, the life of where you're trying to please your partner or please your family or other people because you're used to having a community in your life. But when you're by yourself and you're stuck in a room by yourself, do you feel at peace? Do you feel like you are at a point where you feel successful? If you feel like you are, then I think you're 100% at that point. So that's what I'll say about that, Connor. I know you had a quote that kind of ties into actually uh, being alone. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say, kind of 
walking into the next question, haha, the quote that Tanner's alluding to that I found online was the hardest walk is walking alone, but it's also the walk that makes you the strongest. What do you guys think about this quote? How can we apply it to our lives in our 20s and even moving forward into our 30s? So I, I don't know how Tanner thinks about this, but I'm going to put it out there. There's so much truth to that quote. I would say for me personally, I've, I've been through some hard walks alone. Absolutely. As a lot of people do, especially in twenties with, you know, college bills, all that type of stuff. But one thing I do want to put in there before we get into, you know, diving in on alone, I think, and I'm going to throw this out there. I know the title is success is independent. I think success, while I do agree to a certain degree on what Tanner said about success and peace in, like you said, Connor, as well, peace of mind at the end of the day. But I will say that sometimes the success, while it is maybe a success for you, you definitely have to give credit to, you know, where credit's due. And I think it's sure. something that, and you can't undermine that and you can't discredit other people who have helped you to what your success is, right? Because success deals with everything in life. And then you'd be lying to yourself and you'd be lying to others if you didn't, you know, give the credit. Cause I know our significant others have helped us through a lot to where we thought we were really alone, but we really had people there helping and helping us guide there. And they can also enjoy that success because they want you to be excited and happy, especially in our twenties, when we're all trying to figure this out, we all got different things going on and we're all seeing different successes in our own paths, our own careers or our own things. But I think there's definitely, yes, at the end of the day, it is your life. You're playing a game of life, but you also don't discredit or take away what other people have done yeah. for you along the road. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause you would a hundred percent be wrong to say that the big things that you've accomplished up to this point in your life was purely you. Like, no, it's the person who offered you the job to be successful. No, it's your family members that catch you accountable. You wanted to give up. No, it's your coworkers that helped you and trained you to become a better employee at the same place. You know, like there's always someone, right, that contributes or, like you said, you you influence or influence yeah. for sure. That's, that's the great word to describe it. In terms of the quote, Connor, I do think it's one thing to have that support, but to kind of go against the grain and do it by yourself or know that you are going against the grain and still following through with that and succeeding it speaks a volume about your character. I know specifically I, I've talked about it so often is my recent accomplishment was purely on my own. Besides, like I just said, my coworkers, anyone who helped me, letters of recommendation, everything, but I was going against a path that when I first started, I didn't think I would be able to achieve anything. And I just put my head down and did it. And, and I got to that big goal. So I feel like you said, GT, not to ramble on or reiterate what you said. It's 100% true to a degree. You have to take accountability for yourself to have your independent success. But success is not entirely independent in terms of getting to that point, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I, I will comment on what GT said after I 
briefly touch on the quote because I think you guys have summarized the quote pretty succinctly. Nobody can walk your own path for you at the end of the day. People can help you along the path and influence your path and how you're going to do it, but you've got to take the steps forward at the end of the day. And it's hard to do because you have to gain confidence and you have to gain strength in yourself and value in yourself in order to walk that path. And it is hard to do that because it's hard to analyze yourself and logically sometimes. It, it, I mean, it is because you, you think so differently about yourself. I think all of us can relate to that. It's hard to analyze yourself at times. So your path that you see others take, you might think it's like, oh, I can do that or whatnot, or, oh, they did it so easy. How come I can't do it? You know, we talked about not comparing yourself. You just, you got to focus on your own path and focus on your own strengths and weaknesses on how you can make it over that line. But like GT said, the main thing that I'm thinking of, and I won't, I won't reiterate what you guys said, but there's a fine line between being successful and arrogant and being successful mm -hmm. and grateful. And gratitude is probably the absolute best way to combat arrogance and combat selfishness and combat narcissism. Because like you both said, you cannot discredit all the people that push you or all the people that were there for you when you really needed them, when you maybe didn't feel successful, or maybe when you felt like you strayed off the path, even though you went down another avenue, they were still there to remind you that you're still going forward, maybe for an example. There's no way, you, you cannot discredit that. Uh, and I know we all have very specific people that we think of with this. So it's important to rely on yourself, but it's important to be grateful to your community. And I think that was a great thing that you brought up, GT, because it's a very fine line that you have to find with your own success and with how you can be grateful to others. And success is just a hard thing to find a fine line with in general. Yeah, with and with finding that line, you know, this line is different. Us three do have a lot in common, but we all are different people and different careers, different paths, like I said, right? And you know, with success and how we're talking about it being independent and this line being drawn, you know, there obviously is that point, like you said, Connor, and where you do, you take initiative and you made maybe the object task at hand important and what needed to be accomplished or taken care of, you know, and for you guys, what, where does that line get drawn at? What creates that line? Like, what's the tipping point getting into? this other side? I mean, the first thing that comes to my mind is, is kind of talking about the peace of mind aspect with success, maybe that we talked about before. If you're finding that you're trying to accomplish something or trying to make a goal, but you like maybe don't have peace of mind about it, maybe you're not happy with how you've gone about it, you really need to analyze what objectively you're doing to accomplish that goal and if you're doing everything that you possibly can within reason to obtain that goal and if you aren't that's where you draw the line because if if you're not you're not always going to feel great about some of the things that you do i understand that and you're going to sometimes feel like you're not making any progress you know that's that's fine but the line that you draw is your dedication regardless of how you feel sometimes about it like you have to you have to push when you're tired sometimes you have to push when you have all this stuff on your plate but you're still going to make time for accomplishing this goal we're talking about like reading books in a year and gt talked about he said he felt like he fell off and now he's Put it, pushing himself back up. You drew that line because you're like, oh, I'm noticing that I'm getting off this. I'm drawing this line. We're doing it now, you know, because you were able to analyze yourself and maybe because you didn't have peace of mind about what you were doing for that specific goal. So that would be the first thing that I could think of. I mean, what, what more is there to add? Because I was trying to think of other ways I can go with it. And 
I was going to say maybe if it's too draining or this or that, but but like you just mentioned, Connor, there are going to be times where you're tired and you do have to push through that. You have no option. So I, I think ultimately, yeah, I hate to not contribute something else or something new to an answer, but I really do feel like peace of mind is the the drawing point for me as well, because there's been times where I was doing everything. Sure. I had more money in my bank account. Sure. I was getting closer to accomplishing something, but it's like, for what, you know, like a lot of stuff I was trying to accomplish was so short term and so temporary for me to sacrifice all of my well being and my happiness and my peace of mind. It was affecting everything else that that was going on in my life, my relationships, my social life, just everything, everything else just plummeted because I was so focused on trying to become successful to a degree. Well, then guess what? I got to that point and for what? A lot of things I had in mind or what I thought was going to be success or to make me successful. It did, it, looking back, it doesn't matter. It didn't matter. So yeah, 100% peace of mind. Uh, if you're sacrificing that and I notice that I'm starting to literally lose my sanity, then whatever I'm trying to do is not not important enough. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think just, it's hard because, you know, Connor put it so well put because ultimately at the end of the day, like we've talked about, it's a game of life and you have to be able to go to sleep happy with yourself. And within a society and within the world, everyone wants to one up each other and be better than each other. What is that? Like you said, where does that bring you? You know, you're so happy with this. This person was doing this and that. You know, you maybe saw this on Instagram. You saw this on Twitter. You saw this on Facebook. Whatever it may be, it's instead of competing against people, you know, having that clear, happy, appreciative when you go, when you lay down, you know, just being happy with yourself at the end of the day and knowing that it was a good day. It was a productive day. And if something bad might've happened in that day, guess what? It was meant to be take the plus from it, take the pros, learn from it, but just really not try to compare. Cause I think that's where we start to really get away from our true selves and our true successes. And then our successes mold into others when we're then, you know, like that, that walk alone. Now we're going along a different road instead of where this is our road here, but there's someone else's road. That's my question for you, GT and Connor, is why is it better to have the mindset to care about your own success and what you're doing instead of trying to compete with others? You know, you, you mentioned it, GT, and that is somewhere else I wanted to steer a conversation is why why do we need to care about our own success rather than, like you said, the competition and trying to replicate others? Why is success independent in that term? Like we've said, we, at the end of the day, life, a game of life, you have others with you. And while we love the people around us, your name is to you. People are going to be associated with your name they're going to be around your name. And when your name's brought up, they're going to be thought about and people are going to talk about them. But at the end of the day, when people take them out of the picture and they focus on just you, what did you do? What did you accomplish? Who did you influence? How were you influenced? A lot of people 
autobiographies, that's you, right? It's mm-hmm. your name. You're the title going down. Those are people that are associated with you and they are big, big pieces. But also you're going to have a little bit of a competition in there, but the fine line is staying the course of yours. You might notice what they're doing, but you can't let that start to veer you off what your true intended path is. So let your own autobiography be this beautiful work of art and beautiful, you know, sheet, report, packet, what book, whatever you want it to be. Don't make it into other people. There it is. Yeah. That that's <laughs> I've been waiting a few episodes for that fucking symbolic anecdote. And there it is right there. Yeah, that's well said. I, well said, man. I'm not even that's that's the quote of the week for sure. So I'm not even gonna steal GT Sunday. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Only I, well said, GT. Don't it's it's an autobiography <laughs> at the end of the day. And you cannot let other people's measures of success be your own definition of success. Because like we've been saying as the topic for this episode, success is independent. For me, my success in life has more to do with me being around people that I love and care about and offering something to the world that's special and that I can truly help people with. It's not about making money for me. That's my definition of success, but obviously not everybody would be happy with that definition of success. Does that mean I'm a failure in their eyes? Maybe, yes. but it doesn't, it doesn't really matter because Tanner, I'm happy. Uh, no, but, no, for real. It's, it's because that's, I, I have peace of mind with going with my own standards of success. I can't control what other people want for me at the end of the day. You know, people might have those wishes and I, and I need to be there for people and I need to be grateful when those people help me with my success, but I can't let them define like Gigi said you can't let them write your own autobiography for you i mean that was that was very well said. i think what it is is that you like we've said so many times with social media and this and that you see someone being successful but you don't know how they got to that point all the hard work they went they put into it and you don't know how happy they truly are like i said and connor said and i think as gt has mentioned as well it's about your peace of mind and you don't know just because someone's more successful it does not mean that they are also proportionally happier than you. Mm-hmm. I would say a lot of times you see these successful people, they've had many, many nights where they're, you know, grinding up by themselves and yeah, sure. They're successful, but are they as happy as you and I? Maybe, maybe not. So in terms of trying to compete with others, you just never know what someone else is going through or how they truly feel about where they're at right now. Maybe they don't want to be as successful as they currently are. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot more, to it rather than just looking at someone on the outside and just instantly saying, ha, huh, I, I know how you are. I want to be just like you. And then they're going to be like, no, you don't. No, you don't know. You don't know what I've gone through. Like really though, everyone's personality like is formed by all the things that they've experienced, their environment, yeah. whatever. So it's like, yeah, maybe I'm more personable than you, for example. Maybe I'm better with people, but it's because guess what? I had to move 12 or 13 times. I was forced to interact. You had to be people. personable. I had yeah. to be personable, right? You can't look at someone's productivity or something judging a person from the outside and then say, I want to be just like that. You have no idea what they're going through. So just worry about your peace of mind and everyone's success is on a different scale. You don't need to, like Connor said in your previous episode, people's workload is So maybe you want to get to that point, but guess what? You can only comfortably work 40 hours a week before your mind's fried. That person, they can put in 80 hours a week. You just never know. 
Yeah, and that goes into what I wanted to bring up was like we just kind of briefly went over is everyone's perspective of success is different. No, uh, us three right here, we're just not even a fraction of the human population. And we have very different perspectives of success because we're not doing the exact same thing. No one's life is a clear cookie cutter shape. So, Mm -hmm. but in your daily life, there are successes in your daily life. Where do you see these successes and your perspective of success? Where do you see that? Where does it come out? I'm going to bring up something that was sort of related to this and sort of related to the previous question. Then I'll talk about my answer to this. I've talked about the happiness lab podcast several times on here. Great podcast. If anybody wants life advice, it's, it's awesome. It's science of being happy. Anyways, there's an episode where the host talked to a psychologist who specializes in working with people who are very wealthy, who make salaries of 250,000, 500,000, a million dollars, right? This should, this should be like key for anybody who's thinking about like perspectives of success, because he would talk to these people who by our standards, like all of us who are in college right now, or not in college, whoever's listening and us who graduated college and we have these jobs, $250,000. If I was making that, oh my gosh, I'd be so happy. <laughs> oh but yeah. He's got constantly, the psychologist talked about how much they compared themselves to people above them man, I'm not making 500,000. I wish I was making that because then I could buy this, 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 this 500,000 people. Oh, if I was a millionaire, can you imagine what I could do with this? Like they constantly were reaching because they were never happy with where they were because their own measures of success were defined by something else, some other like construct, which was money in this case. So I just thought that was interesting to bring up because even people like you said, Tanner, and like you keep bringing up GT, who seem like they have it all, have all the money in the world, they still compare themselves to people who are higher because there's always going to be somebody who, if you're not living your own measure of success, is going to reach that standard more than you because it's not your measure of success. Anyways, to answer your question, GT, about my own daily life, I take it a day at a time and try to have more positivity and gratitude with the things that I do and offer to the world and also things that other people offer to me in the world. That's where I've found more success in my daily life so that I can be more consistent with my goals and my habits, because I'm learning that if I'm more positive and more grateful, not only to myself, but for the great things that happen in my life, I tend to find more positive things, which leads to more successes in my life. So my perspective, at least on success is I I literally got a sub right before I came here and had a conversation with the lady who was making my sub about her daughter and some of the things that she was going through. And she told me, thank you so much for letting me talk to you about my daughter. And I took that as a success because I helped somebody work through a problem a little bit. Even if I didn't have to change her life, I didn't have to completely radicalize her whole view of everything, but I helped. And that's, for me, that was enough. And so that's a daily success. And so like helping people, I had to learn what I value in order to figure out what I consider successful. Wow. Well, that's great. That's great, man. I think, I think for me, success is an everyday part of my life to a degree, but I don't have necessarily as much as I have daily goals and stuff I've been working on, especially more recently, since I've been talking with you two gentlemen about being a little too hard on myself and making what I believe is realistic 
daily accomplishments, weekly, monthly, whatever. But there's always the next thing. So it's like this vicious cycle where I'm never completely satisfied with myself. And so I say, if I am 1% better each day, then that is good enough for me because by the end of the year, that means I'm 18 times better than I was January 1st of 2023. So it's not necessarily tangible things. It's just in general, looking back, did I do something that increased my productivity or something I did at work or this or that 1% better each day? Yeah, I'll just say that in peace of mind. Once again, I'm telling you that the mental health and just being happy of where you are is that makes you so much better off than the people that you just mentioned, Connor, or probably 99% of people out there, unfortunately. It's a sad truth, but peace of mind is so, so important. What about you, GT? I'm going to incorporate something Connor said and you, Tanner. So actually, I'm going to start off with you, Tanner, because <laughs> Connor's is going to be with that. You said 1% better each day. Love that. I absolutely love that and agree with that. Now, Connor... And he said, I just want to be positive if it's if I'm more positive about my day and seeing all of this and the little things, that's a success. Me personally, I like to involve those, right? Because I think you now some people think, oh, if I don't get one percent, ah, my day wasn't a success. Me personally, it's I'm always gonna continue growing. I'm never going to be the complete full thing. And then this is very sad to say, but no one's going to be their complete full thing until the day they die. And that's going to be what it is. Think about it. That is weird to think about because you learn stuff throughout your whole life and you keep learning. Yep. So I don't look at things as always bad. Like if it's a negative, you say you do a negative and a positive on the day, right? I don't necessarily do the negative, but I will say life is going to happen. Shit's going to happen. But if even if people think it's a failure or something bad, like I said earlier, I don't even look at it, at it as negative. I look into the positives of that. And I add that to my things that I did that day. And I'll think about it and I'll be happy about it. Because if I put myself down into a negative state of mind or a negative road, why, why would I do that to myself? Like, that's not helping me mentally, physically, emotionally. It's not helping me, and it's not helping the people around me. In my daily life, all the happy things, all the good things, awesome. Like, I learn from those, and I get better from them. And I go about things differently and in a more constructive way. But the things that might be seemed as degrading or putting me down, I'm like, I brush it off, but I don't completely let it go. Yeah. I take the positives, and I keep that with me. And I learned from those to create that better me and that more positive. Yeah, GT, I, that very well said. I try to use what I am talking about in my everyday life. But what you two said was the 1% and then the GT, just even with the negatives, finding the positive. I really enjoyed what you guys said about that. I have to learn, just like everybody else, how to analyze myself objectively so I can find my own measures of success. And by the way, GT, you said that thing about you keep learning until you die. And that don't, made me don't, think don't, of, don't, 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 don't. It blew my mind. Were you going to say it blew your mind a little bit? Oh no, it blew my mind because oh, okay. it like succinctly made me think of the moment you're a wisest in life is the moment right before you die. Like, and that's exactly what GT said. I didn't even think about that, but you're right because 
if you have peace of mind right before then, you know, you've lived a good life and you're, oh, I'm happy. But if you don't, then you're like, oh shit, I didn't have a good life. Like, that's crazy. Right. You're absolutely right. That's in crazy. order to, in order to figure out, you know, how happy you can be right before that moment happens, you've got to accurately measure your reality and concretely measure your strengths and weaknesses. So you can always be successful, have a positive mind and be present and, and just enjoy your life. You know, that's one of the most important ways to develop goals, to earn success. In order to earn success, you got to develop goals so that you can feel success. You have concrete ways to measure your success by accomplishing these goals. So I wanted to pivot a little bit in talking about that and kind of ask you guys, I've seen different perspectives on how people develop their goals in order to feel success or earn success. Some people underdevelop their goals so that they always feel successful when they meet them so that they're always pushing themselves and they have that positive mindset. Whereas other people overdevelop their goals and they push the boundaries of what they do so that they're always reaching for something. What do you guys think about those two perspectives and which one do you think is better? I hate this question. I, know. I hate this question. That's, wow. <laughs> I, know. I hate this question because Connor, both are wrong. Piece of both are wrong. Okay, that's not what I said. No, no. Well, it's not that both are wrong. It's just that I'm gonna say don't... I'm with Tanner on this. I don't think either one is the right, clear right. And the reason why is because I fluctuate between the two because it's an adjustment for me. I go okay. from okay, I'm going to shoot for the stars. Okay, crap. I didn't make it. I was close. But how am I going to get there still? Then back to the drawing board, and maybe it's a smaller micro goal to slowly work up to that thing rather than constantly shooting for the stars and constantly disappointing myself. Right. Granted, I push harder than I probably would have if I constantly underdeveloped myself. Yep. So for me, my initial thing is shoot for the stars, over, overconfident. And if I don't make it, fine. Failure is always part of the process, but how am I going to get there still? And then that's when I go back and maybe not even underdevelop my goals, but kind of decrease my reality and, and make the goal smaller and have several smaller goals, if that makes sense. So it's not that I don't think either is correct. I feel like if you just stick with one of them and either spectrum, end of the spectrum, you're not reaping the full problems. reward. Yeah, you're having some problems. So that's my answer. I, I like that you said that. GT, I'm sure you have a similar answer, but I, I think there is a balance. I think I love what Tanner said. I think either one, if you stick to either one, you're going to be disappointed with yourself and disappointed with others and disappointed with life in itself. And I think you'll never be truly peace of mind will never be fully accomplished if you stick with one of them because if that's how you go about life that one simple little thing that we all are trying to get to or want to accomplish it's not happening so i think yeah. for i would definitely say i'm along i'm about along the same line as tanner definitely there are things, you know, later in life that I do want to accomplish and I will accomplish, you know, and changing that mindset of want to will for me is something. Now, granted, I kind of go about it, not it's going to be this. I've learned to know that for me personally, that's not happiness for me and my peace of mind. Mine is 
what I get, you know, I'm going to get there, but I'm going to let it go at my own pace because everyone mm-hmm. is different in life and with this pace. And, and I cannot compare myself to others. And when I start doing that, I start getting a little upset and frustrated and I don't like it when people talk to me and compare me to a lot of others because it's, it's my own life. Like, why am I being compared to other people of stuff? My life is my life. And, but I do understand at some points, yes, you do need to, you know, sometimes being compared to other people does get your butt in gear. And I will completely agree with that. But I just, to end out my answer, I grow and I get better from it and I'm better and better, but I don't beat myself up over it. And I don't set one thing in state of that. Cause I feel like I'm doing myself a disservice and I'm doing my life and what could be coming around and doing and happening. I'm doing that a disservice and I'm just letting it all go by yep. and I'm not taking full advantage of, you know, what's there. So I, I like that you guys took that approach with it. I, I guess I was, I kind of figured that's what y'all would say. And it's funny. Here because, we go. It's funny because I, I think I've struggled where at the beginning, like when I really started trying to figure out who I was, especially starting in high school, I adopted the latter approach where I shot way too far. And then in college, I tried to be a little bit easier on myself because I was just always disappointed, like Tanner said. But then I just became complacent. And so now recently I'm breaking away from the complacency. And I guess really what I should have asked y'all is which which one would you go for first? Which one should you do first, I guess, if you're going to balance them both? And Tanner kind of already answered that. And I'm assuming GT probably also shoots for the moons and then has to balance it sometimes as well. At times, I don't want to speak for you or is it the opposite? GT? I would say old, old me would absolutely shoot for the stars and not even acknowledge and appreciate the small steps and all that. But as I've come to grow older and I do like to think that I do become wiser with age, like you said, but now I'm more of foundation. I'm more of built foundation because if you shoot for the moon, you might accomplish it, but what foundation do you have to stand on? And what foundation do you have to be with you? Because if you shoot for the size, you get it. Cause then you're not yourself and then you lose sight of all that stuff and you might go straight away from it. So what happens when you fall back to ground zero. Yeah, exactly. And what if by God, something happens, it's, it can be bad. So I think it's, you absolutely need to have that foundation, but also want it. You got to really want it and take grab that, that bull of life by the horns and just don't let go of that bad boy. Yeah. I mean, I can't really add too much more. I think I balance both of them now. And at the end of the day, what I try to do for myself is, again, it's about the peace of mind thing at the end of the day. I am I think I probably think a little more right now because I'm trying to change so much in my life that I'm, I'm shooting for the stars a little bit. But like you said, GT, if you got no foundation to stand on and you end up crashing, if you don't allow yourself to have those small victories and maybe like let your goals just be what they are and let them just sit in reality a little bit, that's, you know, that's nice to have every now and then. Because at least like if you shoot for the stars and you got nothing and nothing happens from it at least you got all this other stuff you can be grateful for i was very excited to ask you guys that question and it, and it ties hand in hand with goal setting and how 
you try to develop these goals for yourself, you know, and like, what does that mean for you when you are developing these things? So I was curious y'all's approach. I loved it. Were you happy with those answers or were you like, ah, I thought these bozos would have more? I, I actually thought Tanner was going to just go straight with the latter. I will be honest. GT, I thought you were going to mix, but I thought Tanner was going to be like, nah, shoot for the moon, dog. But that's because I, you, you, oh, yeah. you, Why? you always that's shoot. Because you always shoot for the moon. That's who you are. Like, ever since I've known you, you shoot for the moon. That's what you do. And it's great. I love it. I'm not saying anything wrong with it. It's just ever since I've known you, you always shoot. Like, you're always here your ideas are always big and always up there it's it's that's who you are there ain't nothing yeah. wrong with that hey, hey, no... until you disappoint yourself a few times and you're like Fuck <laughs> man, i wish i could change this about me <laughs> no that i think part of it is the way i was i was brought up too you know i don't know my parents always said if you want something go get it no matter how big it is and you know, I think I just take that to everyday life. But Keep speaking about pushing. the goal management, I know we all we can all agree that it's good to have daily, weekly, monthly goals to kind of set yourself up for. But how should you make each of these standards of goals separate or different from one another? You know, how do you differentiate your daily, weekly, monthly goals from one another? Ooh, I In order think to this can go so different ways because I think it's. I know for me, yes, some things are close, but I think you have to be able to really be precise on some things and you have to be, you have to be clear and you cannot make it where you start morphing into others because then you can get lazy. Mm -hmm. And that's for me personally, you can get lazy if you start morphing it. Well, if I accomplish this, then I kind of accomplish this where you might not have fully accomplished that other right but yes you can appreciate that you did get part of it but at the end of the day are you going to have that peace of mind i mean what were you connor might be piggybacking off of our wise guru mr gt this episode from an earlier episode seriously you have some zingers this episode man I'll be real with you but it's about it's about building a foundation even with your goal setting so you could start out with a really big yearly goal or five-year goal or whatever, and your daily, weekly, monthly goals that have to do with it, for example, are building a foundation for you to eventually achieve that goal. Or if they're just habits that you're trying to make for yourself, if you're trying to start a habit, like, for example, reading like GT talked about or working out like we've talked about, make those habits um, build off of each other. So daily a daily one i'm completing this workout this day weekly i'm going to do this many workouts and log it by going like this and sticking with my macro on these days something like that you know and then monthly it's like i want to be at this weight you know what i'm saying everything builds off of each other to where what you do daily affects your weekly goal and achieves it and then your weekly goals when they stack together help you achieve your monthly goal so it's building a foundation like gt said and it's just about not overestimating how much time you have when you plan certain events because i think sometimes we can tend to overestimate how much some tasks are going to take and then we also underestimate what we can accomplish in a day so if you can be more concise with your daily goals and maybe not underestimate exactly what you're going to do then i think it's really important to focus on that and be very precise in how you measure that so that you can make better goals for yourself daily weekly and monthly tanner close us out Oh, he's been quiet. He got some stuff coming up on the head. No, I was trying to think of what to say to not 
not to copy either of YouTube. I think it comes down to how bad do you want that big goal, that monthly goal, let's say in this instance. If you really want that monthly goal, then you're going to have to sit down and figure out how you're going to get there. And it's all about just breaking it down slowly but surely. And like I said, it's that 1% better each day. Uh, if you get that 1% better each day, you are going to accomplish those big goals. If you are constantly improving, you are going to eventually get to the point you want to be at. It's just a consistency and differentiating. Okay, this is the big goal. It's not what I should be focusing on. I should be focusing on the process to get to that point. And I think that's that differentiates a lot of people who are trying to be successful versus those who actually are successful. So I like what both of you said, but I, th I think this is a great episode. Yeah. I'm definitely going to look back on this one, especially when I'm down in the dirt and I feel like I need a little pick me up to, to push myself and, and continue to improve myself and be consistent and work on my independent success. What do you two gentlemen think? I think this was a great episode. We got to see different views and perspectives. And I think it was something that, while yes, there's a lot of truth and success being with like independent stuff. And at the end of the day, you know, everyone's playing the game of life, but a, a big key takeaway that I've said a couple of times and I will, I will forever say is do not discredit, do not ever dishonor or whatever those who have been there for you and that helped you. That is the quickest way to where you thought that foundation was solid to where your foundation can then be broken into pieces. Yeah. And then you have no platform, you have no foundation, you have no nothing. And at that point you're on your own. Well said. I won't add much more because that's a very good way to end the episode. And I think us talking about our different perspectives on success illustrates how independent success is because all three of us have our own different measures of success for ourselves. And it's just about being grateful for those who have been there for you when you are or are not successful, just like Gigi said. So I don't have much more to add. Yeah. Remember where you're at, but don't forget where you came from. We'll just leave it at that. I just want to say thank you guys for listening to all the episodes. We recently accomplished a milestone of 30 episodes and the consistency, I'm telling you, we're going to keep this up and we're not stopping. And I know I have seen more feedback now than I have up until this point, besides when I initially posted a first episode and everyone was excited about that. We're going to keep pumping out content for you guys. And I really think that this episode specifically was a great one. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Follow the Instagram page, Let's Talk 20s Podcast. Use the better help referral link. Link in the Instagram bio, but it is betterhelp.com slash let's talk 20s. If you want to talk to either three of us, Connor, GT, or myself, more than welcome to. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you in the next one. See you. Peace. Man.